A very good morning to you. My name is Howard Feldman. This is the Synthesis Podcast, and uh, we're recording from lockdown. It is day six. Joining me uh, on uh, for this recording is uh, Chart Dupassi, and we are talking um, about digital innovation during a time of lockdown. Uh, Chart is the head of digital and technology at Synthesis Technologies. Chart, good morning. How's lockdown treating you? Good morning, Howard. Yeah, it's definitely very unusual. Can't believe that we're on day six already. And I I enjoy working from home, I must say, but uh, what's challenging is everyone's at home, right? The kids, there's no school, all of that. So that's definitely a little different to the working from home I'm used to. Yeah, it it, it is different and it does present its own challenges. But the point is, uh, in many ways, we are privileged to be able to do so many around the country are not Mm. and and can't share that uh, don't don't share that privilege that said um, these aren't simple times and uh, businesses need to evolve they need to adapt and we are probably looking at emerging from COVID-19 as a very different uh, business environment to the one that we went into you as head of uh, digital are very well placed to be able to look at the possibility of, of the change, of the opportunities that surround this, and to speak to customers around how they should be planning. What I would like to focus on is that aspect of this. In the few minutes that we have together, I'd like to try and understand what kind of recommendations you would make to customers and how they could get on board as quickly as possible. Yeah, sure. It is a tough one, right? So you want to start with yeah. just some recommendations? Well, well let's, let's, let's start off. Yeah, let's start off by looking at. Uh, well, why don't you tell us what the what the environment looks like? So at Synthesis, we just before the lockdown, about a week before the lockdown, we said let's let's end this time, try and prepare ourselves for lockdown anyway. So we we had a privilege of of sort of a week's lead time. And during that time, I think the first thing we went to is like, what's the tools available? What, what do you have available? And I think we were quite surprised that a lot of the tools we already had. So it was it was pretty easy. So the first thing is a communication tool. Um, and what we're using is Microsoft Teams for that. And um, what's great is you can, uh, we've encouraged everyone to use video chat. So even though um, it's easy to turn off your video and be in your, your pajamas or whatever, I think it is good to see a face. So for communication, a good tool and um, face to be able to see someone um, was the first thing that that we tried to implement in our environment and it worked. Like not everyone has a video on every all the time, but for me, definitely that makes a difference. Um, then, so communication sorted. We you use the, the chat channels. You use things that you always have, like like email. I think the next step was visibility into projects and value delivered. So Synthesis as a company is very focused on the value that we deliver. Right. Um, it's important to know that we're delivering something that's aligned to what the client needs to to move his business forward. And we we are on site at clients a lot. We like doing that. We like being part of it and having interactions with the client. So that was a tricky one to replace. Um, we also like having physical boards up where you can walk up to it and you can move the item that you're doing at the moment. You can say, I'm doing this task today 
Yesterday I did that. You can show a quick demo. So to move away from that was, was I think, one of the biggest challenges. And we had quite a few um, ways and everyone had different ideas on how to do that. Um, so where we sit at the moment is we use a combination of tools. And what's also great to see is each team has its own way to adapt. And, and I think that's good. It's not like we're pushing down a tool set to all teams. You have to do it this way. So I've been privileged to, to join quite a few stand-ups, and I think that's the one way that I got visibility out of this. I said, all right, so let's join all the different teams, the remote stand-up, uh, which by the way is much easier now. It's not like previous where I had to drive to different client sites. I can literally just pop in and out of different stand-ups. So that was a good benefit. So I, I saw some cool things. Uh, a lot of teams are using a, a tool called Miro, which is just an online whiteboard. What I like about that is it's a, it's a free space. It's open. It's not like other tools where you're forced to work in, in, that, in a certain way. It really is just a whiteboard. Um, and a lot of teams are using it. And now it's a scratch pad that everyone can see. And it's very open and you can quickly adapt. Um, you, you don't have to adapt your process to this tool. You can just uh, put your original process that was on a normal whiteboard now on a digital whiteboard. So that tool I saw a lot of people using quite successfully. Um, you can collaborate quite well on it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are using that um, so John, what you're, whiteboard. what you're saying in a nutshell is that you can't hope to uh, become proficient and, and efficient in this area if you haven't identified the tools that you want to use that correlate with your business. So if your business needs, um, if you get together often with whiteboards, then find a solution to that. Find a way, um, if people like to communicate face to face, that they can continue doing so. Don't try and change everything. The chances are that there is a technology available to you to be able to use to fill that requirement. Yeah, that's a good point. That, that is probably the nutshell of what I'm saying is don't try to adapt too much to a tool. You, know, you can change the tool. There's so many different ones and, and we have so many teams who experimented with different tools and then share what their experiences were and we learn from each other and in that way, we got to test a whole lot of tools in a, in a quick time. Um, so you have to use it and experiment with it. And that's how we got to tools. And we chose the ones that, that we didn't have to adapt too much, but we can work in a way that we're comfortable already. The advantage, obviously, with a company like Synthesis being a technology company is there isn't this fear and resistance to, to technology. Many environments will um, struggle along the way in order to uh, convert to this type of approach. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, an open mindset and the kind of uh, people that we have at Synthesis, which is used to change, um, thrive on change actually, I, I guess mm. it's much easier to adapt. And also our industry is a bit easier. I mean, remote working, we could switch in a week to, to work completely remotely. Uh, without much effect, but I can imagine that it's not true for all industries. Right. So that's handling the 
um, enablement, I guess, side of uh, of being ready to work. What yes. about the actual work and what kind of um, innovation would uh, Synthesis be able to look to assist customers with uh, once, uh, once uh, they are enabled? Okay, it's a tough one. So do you mean um, how can we achieve the, the work that we are doing uh, on for our customers differently? Is, is that sort of yes. what you're, yes. you're asking? Yes. Okay, because I think there as well, we're pretty, pretty privileged, right? We, we write code and you can do it from anywhere. So I don't know if there was a lot of change there. Where there was a bit of change maybe is um, when you're working for banks, obviously you need to secure the data and security is important. And, and that's why you have to work in, in lockdown environments. And um, that, that could be a little bit of a challenge when you're now sitting at home. How do you get access to data and everything from the bank? Um, and tools there uh, that help is just normal VPN access. And I saw a lot of our clients just upgrading um, the way they use VPN so that you can sit at home and be on a network of the bank. And right. so that used to be very strict and very difficult. And they were forced to open it up a little bit. Um, so that is probably the, the main thing that we needed to still continue our work. I think right. something like the cloud helps as well because the cloud is you don't have access to the infrastructure or like physically it's in the cloud, right? So. Um, it's not a lot to adapt from uh, from what you used to do. So maybe maybe companies who have uh, embraced the cloud already, it's a bit easier for them now to manage that infrastructure because it was remote already beforehand. So mm -hmm. those are, are maybe two key key ingredients right. um, that we use. The, the, the other aspect of it, I would imagine, is the fact that uh, synthesis is, is very involved in innovation. So uh, constantly helping, for example, financial institutions to try and find ways to streamline processes to make uh, um, um, transactions, for example, less people dependent, less physically limiting. Uh, I guess what COVID-19 is also showing or proving is that uh, even larger companies, banks, insurance companies need to look at their own systems and be innovative, innovative around uh, around some of their offerings. And that too, I would imagine, is where synthesis um, can step up during a time like this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's because we've always had this mindset. We've always had the mindset that things around you can change at any time and you can't predict it. And how do you become ready for that? And this was a great example. It's not a, a fun example, most definitely not, but it's a good example that how the environment changed almost in an instant. Um, it was unpredictable. Who on earth could have predicted this? Um, and then you have to adapt and change. And it's all about the mindset. Like a, we had to challenge ourselves a lot of times where we said, oh, maybe we can't do X now because we have to work remotely. And quickly we challenge each other and say that there's nothing we cannot do. We have to have that mindset. Find another way. Make sure you can continue your business in just an unusual way. You have to challenge yourself with that mindset, I believe. 
and I'm hoping that all our guys where they are at client sites um, can help clients who, who maybe doesn't have that mindset because that's where it starts. It's just a mindset actually. What's interesting to me is I would imagine that a lot of companies are in, um, almost have moved in their emotional brains into survival mode rather than saying, okay, um, we have to survive this. Obviously, that's step number one. But let's now look up from the, 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 the beneath the parapet and say, should this type of thing happen again? Or what can we learn from that? Do you think companies are yet already yet to do that? Um, or will this be a process that most people will go through during this lockdown and probably afterwards? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I love, I like the point you're making. Um, I think there's nothing like a real scenario to to test what you're made of, right? And, I've, and I, I just love the innovation that it's forced now. Um, mm. um, so again, I come back to that mindset that you're talking about now. It, it, it should, obviously your first intuition is let's just survive. But I think you're closing yourself down then. I think you do have to say, all right, how can we thrive in this environment? because there are definitely opportunities now. It's very new and very different environment. So there, there must be different opportunities. So um, I like what you're saying, right? You don't just be in survival mode. Uh, in, with regards to our clients ready for that, it's hard to say. I think it's almost on an individual level. Maybe it comes down to company culture, right? Is that the culture that you're creating in your company? Is it a culture there where people are are okay with changes, the culture where people are um, positive mostly and embraces change and um, always try and find the opportunity. And um, so maybe that culture that you built before a crisis is what's going to carry you through. So if uh, that's going to be a good exactly learning. That, right? uh, I was thinking exactly that when you were speaking that uh, Unfortunately, for some companies, there's going to be a catch-up period because they are going to have to try and find ways to catch up culture. Uh, if, 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 if you don't do that, then it's very hard to see the opportunities. And uh, when all you're focusing on is uh, lost business, maybe slower payments coming in, uh, etc. Because we know that this is difficult. No one, no one disputes that or denies that. But uh, if you, if the mindset is one that you say, all right, uh, is there an opportunity here? We didn't create this. Uh, it's not that we're taking evil advantage. I'm not saying, you know, find hand sanitizer and charge four times the price. But yes, uh, exactly. what is because that's not an offer that, that, that that's opportunistic. That isn't yeah, that isn't exactly. changing a mindset by looking by seeking yeah. opportunities. My companies what should what they should be doing is saying, right, we've been dealt this uh, this uh, hand of cards. What do we do to to make the best of it? And in fact, even thrive with it. And um, and and uh, that's really I think what you're referring to with with the whole culture and and mindset. I think that what this is doing because people have been talking and we've been certainly talking about this for years uh, that you've got to be innovative, you've got to be agile. Uh, if ever there was a proof of the agility requirement, this is it. Exactly, exactly. And to to go on to your with your point. Um, so we said one thing that that our culture that's important to us is this whole always learning idea. 
So how do we do it in this new environment? And, and what we did is we said, let's still have tech sessions, but now mm. it's, it's completely remotely. And we were so surprised by how well that went. Um, it, it, there's a lot of things that are actually easier uh, when you're doing a tech session, um, sharing the screen, not having everyone sit in front of a projector is actually easier to see what the guy's doing. And there's all sorts of neat things in these tools like Q&A and, and the way to handle interactions that we were able to run a very successful tech session, which is very important to our culture. Another example is we like running workshops with clients and I've now run two workshops with clients very successfully. And by using that other tool I mentioned, the whiteboard tool, we were able to all collaborate um, even I would say in a better way than we used to in, in normal whiteboard sessions. So just because we said we won't be restrained, let's still work on our culture and see this opportunity. Uh, we were able to come up with, with great things. And I think that that was the most amazing thing for me to see is everyone um, started thinking about and had ideas like we can do this and we can do that. And that just shows you the culture is right. It shows you people didn't go into survival mode. They're like, all right, how can we use it? Uh, another great example of what we did is we created a channel or our team's um, group where it's all about just socializing. And then we, we set up some great challenges there. We said, um, maybe post something or some tips that you have for remote work, post a selfie mm -hmm. of your work environment. And that, ch that channel just shot alive and everyone is, is communicating. Uh, even people who used to be maybe introverts, uh, when they're talking on this channel, you wouldn't almost not recognize them. So, so it's great to see that that's the kind of new benefits that came out of out of a situation that's that's really disastrous. Absolutely right. Charter two plus C. Unfortunately, we do need to leave it there. Lots of food for thought. Thank you for taking the time uh, to speak to us uh, on the Synthesis podcast. And uh, we'll no doubt check in with you once uh, once again. Always a pleasure.